0: One can't help but be positive. I do know there's reason for the Chiefs
2: to believe that he could. I don't know that Belichick would be a fit there, but there's only one Patrick Mahomes. And if I want to catch Brady and win a Super Bowl, I'll partner up with the guy who's determined to catch Brady with seven total in a heartbeat. Oh, but what an interesting turn of the screw that would be, for it seems like there's no country for old Belichick. But could the possible, speculated upon, off times this week, retirement of another coaching legend and a BFF of BFB himself possibly lead the greatest coach of all time back onto a grumbly sideline for a chance to pursue history alongside another one of the GOATs? Just one of the many little nuggets we will be chewing on today and sharing with you on an action-packed family-style edition of the 50 and Heart program coming at you today from 12 to 3P here on Boston Sports Original 93.7 FM, W-E-E-I, W-E-E-I.com, and, of course, on the Odyssey app. If you don't have the Odyssey app yet, dude, what are you waiting for? Go to your app store, the, the Google Ding Dong Palace or whatever they call it on the Android platform. Type in A-U-D-A-C-Y-Y because we are New England Sports Original. On today's program, We got our guy Mike Cadlick checking in from weei.com, our Pats beat writer extraordinaire at 120 with the latest Patriots buzz and everything going on in Pats Nation. At high two, it is the host of the program that Andy and I contribute to on a regular basis as we tag in and out as the co hosts of the Rich Keefe show. Rich Keefe joins us at 2 p.m. with a Royal Rumble preview. And at 2.30, we got to get in our best bets For Champ Sunday, that's right, Primetime Shime Time himself is going to give us the straight skinny on the parlays, the teasers, the propositionals, and so much more. If you guys want to get in touch, you know how to do it already, but why not just let you know because that's how radio pros go. 617-779-7937 is the number. Producer Joe Braverman will be answering the phones and monitoring your texts at 37937 and the socials at Weei, at Fitzy Gfy, and at Jumbo Heart, Mr. Hot, as we often begin our weekend programs, sir, I would like to ask you, though the week is not over yet and we have a hellified day of football tomorrow, what would you say has been the winner, if you will, of the week or the biggest storyline in Boston, if not New England sports, this week?
0: Well, I think the biggest storyline is the loser of the week, ironically, uh, or appropriately, whatever you want to call it, Bill Belichick. I mean, there's no bigger story than Bill not finding a job and people reacting to that and people finally realizing what I've realized for a couple of years now. Bill Belichick's old. Um, the rest of the league knows he's old. Why would you bring in an old? I don't think he makes sense in Atlanta. I also don't think he makes sense in Kansas City, even though I think that's a total fabrication uh, of Mike Florio's dreams and clickbaited and whatever you want to call it. Um Bill is old. He makes sense in a few places. You and I hashed it out on the Six Rings podcast. He makes sense in New York, Dallas, Buffalo, and he will make sense in those places come September and October if they stumble out of the gates and they look like they might need a coaching change then. But for the here and now, Bill Belichick's the story, and I know people are lining up. Pat McAfee says they'll be in the mix or the hunt or whatever for Bill Belichick's services if he goes into the media for a while. There's already been rumblings that he's going to go to college and be a consultant. Pure rumors. Don't know what that is, but defensive consultant in college. Andy, Um, if I
2: may step on your toes for a second, I think you had the absolute best idea. When we were discussing his dismissal when he and Mr. Kraft met on the stage a couple weeks back and did the, I'm not going to give him a hug because he's got a cold. And the whole thing for optics and for the photo op and everything to make it seem like it was all hunky-dory, though we may have read and heard otherwise. But still, nice that there was a departure with minimal acrimony and actually proper tributes given to the greatest coach ever. Uh, on our first podcast, I believe it was you, because so many good things come from the Six Rings podcast, but people never give us credit because then they just tweak it and run with it and try to pretend yep. it's their own. God, do we get take. We get take snaked so much it's infuriating. That yep. said, we're still on top of our game. I think it was you who said Bill should go to Nantucket and coach the Nantucket high school football team because there's a job opening. That would yep. be the greatest turn for a year. Can
0: you imagine what that would be like, what that would do and what a scene that would be? Can you imagine if you're one of those kids, what you'd have in your underwear the first time he walked into the team meeting room? Like, I don't know how I would feel um, like I think we can say that. <laughs> what? Wait, I, which underwear part did you mean? I, I, I meant to crap certain, myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, because I, I guess a couple things could happen that could need you to have Yeah, I was going to say, because there are certain radio personalities
2: in town that talk about having arrowheads in their pants if Bill yeah, Belichick no. goes to I Kansas mean, City. I mean,
0: crap your pants. I mean, absolutely, if I'm the starting quarterback, <laughs> I'm the whoever I am, one to however many are on that roster, probably only like 30 kids. If I'm number one on the roster, crap my pants. Number 30 on the roster, crap my pants. It'd be cool. You'd probably settle in, and I'd be interested to see how Bill would handle it, and it's a fun story. Obviously, no chance it's going to happen because I don't well, think they not? have. Is that the uh, sequel to like that uh, Sean Payton yeah. biopic a couple of years think, ago? You think this is a Disney movie? Do you think this is a bad Netflix movie? What do you think this is? He's going to have like 20 million dollars on the table from somebody and he's just going to go coach high school football on Nantucket. I don't know. There
2: could be something. What if he just said, you know what? I've been doing this at such a high level and, and in such an intense nature for so long. Maybe I just throttle back for a year. Now he can set things up. From the uh, the house that Nike drafted for us, and he can find a way to like you know zoom in or broadcast and do some consultant hits. Like let's say he wants to do something on Fox on Sundays or connect with Brady or who know or NFL Network wherever Amazon wherever right. He could do you can do anything from anywhere as we've learned in the post COVID world, uh, and and maybe it would just be kind of fun for him and kind of a joyride until perhaps as you suggested this week as well, perhaps mid season. Uh-oh, the Eagles are three and four. Sirianni's on the hot seat. He's fired. Belichick to the Eagles. Yep. To rescue them and lead them on a wild postseason run. He chases his record. He gets another ring. Now he's got to rename the boat nine rings. That would be wild. Fraudulent.
0: Yeah. Be seven rings then. We don't give you credit for the assistant. But whatever, Bill. That. But another. My other theory is also why he can't go to Nantucket. Because I would hope he's a stand-up guy and wouldn't go coach Nantucket High for like a month, and then oh, sorry, kids, I'm out. You don't want to pull a Doc Rivers like he did to the TV network. You know, you you got to be a man of your word. So it's a fun little idea. There's lots of fun little ideas. You know, I mentioned the alternate broadcast on Amazon where he and Nick Saban or whoever can sit down and swear and be their like raw football selves. I think that would be a fun one. I know Paul Rabel has always liked the insinuation or the speculation that maybe Bill could go coach lacrosse in the PLL and do something lacrosse related while he's waiting for. Another opportunity or he's or he's in retirement. So but there's no question Bill Belichick and people rationalizing it, tearing it apart, you know, why he doesn't have suitors, what happened. Um and I can tell you what happened. He's old. <laughs> I think it's as simple as he's old, seventy one, not hired.
2: Now wait a second. You you've gone into the whole like you've been banging on the ageist drum, if you will, or at least I don't the, think that's the, ageist. Why is okay, it ageist? Right, just, yeah, things I get it. At a certain point Facts. we all slow down. Hey, listen, guy, you're talking to you're talking to somebody who just turned the half century mark as well. So while I don't act it, look it or feel it, thank you very much, everybody. I understand. Like there are certain things that slow down or that age out or feel different as you get up there and Bill is about to turn 72. To me, it's not that he still can't do it at a high level. It's more it's more about if if you know Belichick is going to mostly just want to chase a record and maybe get back to the postseason or, you know, Lord forbid win another Super Bowl. Not Lord forbid, as in like, oh God, it would be awful to watch him do it. Just saying, like that would be the his pecking order of priorities and hopefully, you know, and hopeful accomplishments in another organization. When you bring in Belichick, you're looking at three years tops, and so you almost have to have. It's like if you were to bring in Bill Belichick right now, Andy, it's no different than drafting a quarterback and then making sure you've got a veteran eh, from Alex Smith in front of Patrick Mahomes to whoever was. You know, wherever Russell Wilson goes, it's only going to be a temporary fix because you'll have to have somebody behind him. So basically, you would have to have Bill Belichick and then an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, a pass game coordinator, who uh, assistant head coach, whatever, that you believed in two or three years would be ready to take over for him because you're kind of signing a deal with him. It's like, all right, we want some wins and we want some clicks and headlines. You want to obviously go get your wins record improved to the Kraft family and whatnot, that you can still coach. But it's not like he's going to coach for 10 more years. That's the thing. And with him comes salary demands, the need for power, and so much more than a young coordinator who's just happy to finally get a head coaching op, or in the case of Raheem Morris, someone who has rehabilitated his coaching image and is now hopefully getting a second chance that will prove out that he belongs where he's going to be, which is on the sideline of an NFL team calling shots this year.
0: So that was a lot of words to say. Bill's old. <laughs> like All right, he's, he's reached the expiration date. No one's been older than seventy three. That was Romeo Cornell. There's a couple seventy two year olds. Pete was going to be the oldest and get. What, guess what happened to Pete in Seattle? He gone. They said, "Yeah, Pete, we we need you to consult in the front office." I mean, you it guys is want to take my shirt off or chew some more gum? I can do <laughs> right. jumping jacks with you. Pumped and jacked. You see me throw? You see that clip? I can still throw before practice. It's kind of ugly. It looks like an old man throwing a football, but uh, I can still I know do you it. You
2: guys need a quarterback? Did you see my arm?
0: Right, like, and, are we and I have don't have a movie. But by the way, are we going to have one of those movies? Like, you know, no. Brady had all these no. veteran actresses: Sabin and Carol and Belichick. <laughs> oh no, we're not doing that. I hope uh, let's,
2: oh, on a road trip. Let's do it right now. Let's produce it. Oh. Brady's production company isn't doing anything. I'm sure they could put it together.
0: Can you imagine that? Like, I can't. Ima- I can't imagine Sabin, Bill, and Carol all getting. I can see Sabin and Bill getting along for a road trip. I think there's probably some similar you know no awkward chatter but then pete's in the back Like, hey guys what do you want to do guys hey hey i just had another mountain dew guys uh just so you know i'm uh, gonna have to pee soon <laughs> you guys, you guys gonna gum? get gum you want some gum I'm chewing gum chewing well, gum that past. car would have past.
2: to pull over like every 30 minutes to use the bathroom because yes. had three old prostates in there
0: Oh uh, gosh the good old days remember remember not so long ago when we knew who the best coach in college football was his name was nick saban we knew who the best coach in or The most accomplished coach in the NFL was Bill Belichick. And now it's all these guys named Dave Canales, who I know nothing about, who's coaching in the NFL. Boy, he just burst onto the scene out of nowhere, didn't he? These young guns, these young, it's a young man's game, apparently. And we'll see how it plays out for all these 30 and 40 something year old head coaches. But somehow Bill Belichick and the guy that I look to, that's actually more controversial. You telling me Mike Vrabel's not one of the best 32 coaches in the NFL? Yeah, what are we doing That's here? the one. more cu- Believe it or not, more curious to me that yes!
2: Bill Belichick has not gotten a coaching job yet is the fact that Mike Vrabel is currently unemployed. 48-year-old Mike 48 Vrabel. 48, has Prime the of career. somebody half his age, and yep. certainly has a— And the, the thing that he's coming in with, that uh, Dave Canales, a Raheem Morris, likely Ben Johnson to the Washington Commanders, and many more— uh, Brian Callahan to Tennessee, Matt Aberfloos in Chicago, who's holding on to his job by a thread, wing, string, and a prayer. Is he's got six years head coaching experience. He's gone to an AFC championship. He's also won multiple Super Bowls as a player. And he's coached at the highest level of college, working at a, pro, a Big Ten program like Ohio State. Like, you can't get much more on your coaching resume under the age of 50. But everybody wants to go with these new, you know, Shanahan, McVeigh, uh, O'Connell, Young. Uh, offensive wunderkins and uh, hope that maybe just maybe they find the next McVay and they can hold on to him for a long time, as opposed to having to basically do an overpriced deal with the devil at the crossroads, like you would have to do with bill Belichick as well. And we talked about it last week on the pod this week and beyond once Dallas was out of the question. And then some of the other teams that are on the doorstep, but whose coaches just have not been able to get him across the finish line. All decided to hold on to their head coaches and not go with uh, the six ringer. That was basically it for Belichick. I never thought Atlanta made very much sense at all. And no people. As much fun as it is on the internet to do like, ah, oh, yeah, it was twenty-eight to three for Bill, and then Arthur Blank decided to pull the rug out from under him just as for revenge for Super Bowl fifty-one. As much fun as that is, that's not why this happened. It's a bunch of people that already had business cards and placards on their desks. That didn't want to lose their gig, who advised Arthur Blank otherwise, and so they went with a guy. Well, come on, that's the more fun option to talk about. I hundred percent. But that's that's good for the that's good for the retweets, the quotes, and the argumentative conversations, Joe. But sadly, the unsexy reality of it is is yeah, Bill demands a lot of salary and a lot of control. Bill is older, and how many more years can he really do this at at or near the top of his game? We will continue this dialogue with you, among many other things as well. Now that Bill Belichick won't be coaching, does that mean an old friend is available at offensive coordinator and will the Patriots be interested? The, Gerard Mayo has been very busy lining up people to come on in or to zoom on into one Patriot place and talk about multiple job openings. So we'll get to that and so much more here on the Saturday Fitzy and Hart. Don't forget Cadillac 120, Keefe at 2, Shime at 230, and 617 779 7937 is your gateway to two way sports talk action.
1: IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. Rather than looking at multiple programs to help your child in different subjects, one subscription gets you every Everything with IXL Learning, and all the kids in your home work off one site from pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com IXLAV. Visit IXL.com slash IXLAV to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Have you been dreaming about paying off credit card debt, installing solar panels, going to college, or even buying a plane? Yes, someone really did that. With a figure HELOC, your home can help you cover vacations, medical bills, retirement, wedding expenses, home improvement, emergencies, or a pool. The opportunities are endless. Unlock up to $400,000 and choose the fastest HELOC on the planet at figure.com. Faster than a bank loan, cheaper than a personal loan. Figure Lending, LLC, DBA, Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
2: Bill Belichick, who's the biggest name out there, the greatest coach of all time, interviewed twice... ...for the Atlanta Falcons job that now is going to Raheem Morris. Bill Belichick did not get called to Seattle. He did not, as of date, get called to Washington. Could he still enter into those conversations? Conceivably, yes. We're well on into these coaching searches, and to my knowledge, neither team has called so far. So that seemingly would indicate that this
0: coaching cycle, as it currently is constituted, will fill up without Bill Belichick getting a head coach.
2: As much sense as it may make you stop and think about it. At the same time, considering how long he's been doing what he does. What he says he was made, built, and has only known to do. It feels pretty darn surreal. Bill Belichick not coaching in the NFL this season. Andy, you would have to go all the way back to the year after my birth. 1975. Two years before Star Wars. The original movie, A New Hope, was released. To not have had Bill Belichick involved in the coaching ranks. It is just surreal to me. But at the same time, last year, that was the first year this century, we didn't have Tom Brady on an NFL roster as well. So, you know, Valar Margulis, time waits for no man. Tom versus time. Eventually time's going to win, but Tom gave him a hell of a, Tom gave it a hell of a fight. And the same is now proving true for Bill Belichick. Now, what do you think the odds are that out of nowhere, there is a there's a dismissal uh, sometime soon. We're not talking about waiting like you had speculated earlier for something in September, October likely, or November on a team that has competitive or championship aspirations but just has a coach that's in over his head or not getting it done. And so they call one eight hundred seven one eight hundred six rings and then next thing you know, Bill Belichick's there, and he shows up in a flash. What do you think the odds are somebody just may, I don't know, like Tuesday we find out Sean McDermott dismissed from Buffalo. Wow. Or some other sort of, you know,
0: wild out-of-pocket decision is made. Even if I was Kayshawn Booty, I wouldn't bet on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. No, I don't think it's great. I think no. we've kind of reached that point where teams are doing what they're doing. And uh, yeah, that was good, huh? That was good. I was uh, impressed with that one. Good one, Andy. Th- thank you. Um No, I don't think there's much likelihood. I think that the time has passed for that. Um, And then I also don't know if he's the surefire. Like, we just said it. I'm not sure he's the best candidate on the open market. I think you can make a very strong argument that Mike Vrabel is the best candidate on the open market. Mm -hmm. So even if one of those shocking uh, firings and and openings came about, I don't know that he's a slam dunk to just get the job. So um, the, the bigger question here for me is... yes. Is Bill Belichick ever going to coach again? Not is he going to coach this year? Is Bill Belichick ever going to coach in the National Football League again? That's a
2: great question. That is a that is now the current, I guess can you still say million dollar question?
0: They used to say $64,000 question.
2: Is a million enough now to actually no, say? I think it's, it's
0: billion. You know we're on our track. I forgot I read the story the other day. We're on track for the for, the world's first trillionaire. That's coming.
2: When is that going to happen?
0: I don't know. I forget. But within I think within our lifetimes. I want Within to say twenty. I read twenty third Yeah, but I think I read 2030. You can't get much on the shoreline these days for less than a couple of billion. So, really, is crazy the prices. Whatever, um,
2: whatever's left in with with interest rates the way that are in inflation. On. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I I if I had to guess, if I were to place a bet, okay, not bootay, but I were to open up the old Fanduel ooh, eight leg like, parlay. Um, let's see. How about this? I am gonna take. I'm parlay. gonna. I'm gonna lay some money right now on a on a Bill Belichick does not coach again in the NFL and Josh McDaniels is not an offensive coordinator in 2024 parlay. What kind of odds can I get on that? Like, maybe oh, I a... like that. Plus plus
0: three plus three fifty. Sure. Okay. All I was right. gonna say plus like two seventy five, but okay, plus three fifty. I'll All give right, it to sure. you. I'll take it. a little. Um. Yeah, I because I think the the McDaniel's thing is interesting because the more the Patriots, um, I don't know what you want to call this. You people, I think, are saying, "Oh, they're doing their due diligence. They're doing a lot of interviews. This is very exciting. They're talking to a lot of people from McVeigh's tree and Shanahan's tree. Well, now I think on some the of, Johnson tree too. What?
2: Where's the Ryland doing
0: for that one? What? Working, um, on <laughs> working on it. But I uh, see people like getting excited that yeah, Ben Gerard Johnson, like
2: they, they're they're do they're no, talking I to know, uh, Tanner Engstrand, who is the yeah, that's team awesome. Coordinator,
0: it's great that you've had to go to your ninth person on your OC list. That's awesome. I'd rather you have hired the first. <laughs> it's due diligence. I think it's you can't find anybody. It reminds me of the Red Sox GM job, and look how that worked out. Craig Breslow stinks. The Red Sox stink, and we don't see oh, this team you going anywhere.
2: Have Theo Epstein, you could have Dave Dombrowski, you could have. Uh, you know, stick Michael in there, uh, you know, signing contracts and picking players and drafting legends. It doesn't matter with the, the budget that they've been allocated. Okay, and you're the going to the, the bottom that line is group, no
0: one wanted anywhere. that job. And it seems like people I know it was reported by somebody, maybe the athletic or maybe Dave Graziano, that this is not a desirable job. They right. have no reason to look at it and say, yeah, this is the reason I want to go there. I want to go
2: coach Kendrick Bourne on a one ACL and Devontae Parker. Which I
0: think is naive. I mean, you're going to get the top three pick in the draft. You're probably going to get a quarterback. So you're a young coach and you're better than wanting to coach Jaden Daniels or Drake May. Like, who the bleep are you? take or the
2: Knicks or JJ McCarthy or Michael Pennix, who knows.
0: Well, in that scenario then you're then the draw is you probably have Marvin Harrison Jr because I don't know that they can screw it up so badly they don't end up with either a quarterback at 3 or Marvin Harrison Jr at 3 unless they trade down. So, yeah, as a young offensive coordinator, the head coach just said with the third pick they're going offense, right? He said they're taking the best player available for a position, a very important need or whatever. And then he said tackle wide receiver and running and uh, quarterback. So as an offensive coordinator, I mean, as a play caller or a quarterback's coach, whatever you are looking for the job, you know, you're getting the third best player on the draft board, according to the Patriots. So that's the draw. And oh, by the way, $80 million in cap space that he wants to burn. And I'm guessing he's going to burn some of it on offense. The new
2: HC of the NEP did promise us that he was gonna burn some cash, and isn't so that almost more him? exciting?
0: Like but you I'm get to you, pick. Though,
2: who in the world thinks with the
0: whatever their experience is, whether you are Tanner Angst and cash or yeah. ready to burn, know, burn some cash? I love isn't that burning cash a bad cash. thing? Isn't that a bad thing when you burn it? Doesn't that mean you like burned through it? Like you didn't. You want to spend it wisely. I don't want him to burn cash. Burning cash but what's is what they get on and
2: what's more fun what's, what's catchier and what's more fun for the fans to hear? What's chewier and what also sort of goes with his, you know, uh, educated swag that he's displaying now whenever he speaks in public than saying burn some like, we're going to spend responsibly in a frugal yet mm-hmm. a distinct, a, insightful manner. No, I don't want to hear something out of like an economics class. I don't want something from Babson or Freakonomics. I want to hear somebody say like, yeah, you know what? Mr. Kraft has brought me down a big old sack of unmarked hundreds and I am going to just make it rain. Now, of mm. course, when you do that, agents and managers and players are like, "Yeah, whatever we were going to ask for on the open market if it's
0: New England, make it plus 15%." Right. Cuz they might be desperate and they're right. burning cash. And you're if you're bur- I think burning cash is like John o. Smith. You went out and just threw a boatload of cash at somebody and it didn't really work oh, out. Oh, that you was called that was lighting money on fire. That's yeah, it. Was- Oh, so lighting money on fire, bad. Burning cash, good. It's yeah. all how you say it. It's all the presentation. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's again the, everything. You know, you as well as anyone know that it is a hundred percent just about all all about how you present it in this life. Well, a thousand and ten percent. How you dress it up, how you package it, how you present it as well. So we will see with that, Andy. I wanted to get to real quick, um, as was alluded to by producer Joe Braverman during his award-winning trending report just moments ago. He gets awards for that? Oh, you did I know do that? get
1: awards for that.
2: Joe, that, that's not that's supposed to end with an exclamation point, not a question mark. I just haven't seen any on my mantle, so I've, if you knew this information, I'd uh, be poking some out of you. Uh, all right. Well, What's that weird. now? All right. <laughs> this, this is a very, very uh, aggressive and suggestive show today, guys. <laughs> we might have to have a quick meeting on the next break. Anyway, as was alluded to earlier during our trending sports report, Uh, Albert Breer tweeted out 33 minutes ago and then it was, quote, tweeted by Rapsheet rap sheet a few moments later. Uh, Breer's tweet, all signs point to the Patriots promoting defensive line coach Demarcus Covington to defensive coordinator per sources should be official early next week. New England has called other candidates to tell them they're out. And then rap sheet says just 34 Demarcus Covington impressed on the interview circuit last year and was set to do so again instead. New England keeps him home
0: as their new defensive coordinator. Your immediate reaction. It's fine. I like it. I like DeMarcus Covington. I don't know that it, you know, moves the proverbial needle because you have a head coach who's been running the defense essentially for years. Um you have I think with Belichick not getting a job, the door's been left wide open for Steve Belichick to stay. He's been calling the defense for years. So I think this is good for continuity on the defensive front, the defensive line. I think it's great for Demarcus Covington because I think it's allowing him to take the next step in his career. Um, but my concerns have never really been on the defensive side of the ball. Does Demarcus Covington know anybody who calls offensive plays? Because then I'd be interested. Right. Like,
2: yeah. Does he? Does he have any friends that catch passes? Is he like now? You could say like iron sharpens iron. He'll make the offense better. Yeah. But again, defense has not been the issue the last couple of years. Mm. Uh, it's scoring the football, not preventing the other team from rushing it or passing it or
0: ultimately scoring the football as well. Now, it is Forget great scoring. To... Wait, wait, wait. Forget scoring. We don't even know who's going to call the play that they think and hope might score. We well, don't even hoping. know who's going to throw the ball that you need to throw right. on the field. Like, we need some advance. But that can't come right now. That has to, you know, by rule, has to wait. You have to wait to find the quarterback, whether it's free agency in March, the draft in April. You can't get a new quarterback right now. You can get a new offensive play caller. You can get an offensive coordinator. You can get a guy who's going to bring a scheme and start working with the head coach and everybody. That's allowed to be done right now. A lot of other teams are actually doing it. That is my concern is what the hell is going on in there with all these interviews and no fruit to show for the uh, interviews.
2: 617-779-7937 is the number if you'd like to call in. Do you believe Bill Belichick will coach again in the NFL if not this season? We're of the mind that perhaps this could be it for the greatest coach of all time. And the Patriots seem to have their defensive coordinator of the future, the first significant hire for Gerard Mayo in defensive line coach DeMarcus Covington. So Covington, I see. I think A, it's great that they're hiring from within. If there was going to be one guy that they were going to hire from within to stay on staff or promote for the 2024 season, I think we can both agree that we like Covington because... He's got experience working alongside Gerard Mayo. He's got experience working alongside Steve Belichick. Should Steve Belichick come back and take the mantle of assistant head coach that has been offered to him, or so I've been told? um, And then that would form a hell of a defensive brain trust for the Patriots going forward. This makes all the sense in the world. He is a... Belichick liked him. He had a chance to coach at the East-West Shrine Bowl. He also was defensive coordinator at last year's Senior Bowl, so Jim Nagy and company gave him a shot, which was terrific. He's a Last year he made NFL.com's uh, Young Coaches to Watch for 2024 list, which is great, and now apparently uh, he has validated all that praise and all the accolades that have been thrown his way as well. Uh, I don't know if it's necess- if he's going to call the plays on game day. We've got a long time to worry oh, about, it. figure that out, hear things about that. I'm just happy that they that they held on to somebody who probably would have gotten a bunch of interviews, snagged a gig elsewhere, then Gerard Mayo would have had to have led another search, or he'd have his head coaching responsibilities thinned out because he'd have to spend more time on the defense. He's got a trusted voice that's been here now for close to a decade. And I think you and I can both agree, the strongest unit on the New England Patriots in 2023 was the defensive line, and it wasn't really close.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's his doing or the fact that you have some really good talent and experience and versatility. What if up it's there. a combination of the two? No, I I like DeMarcus Covington. I just don't know how big of an impact. I think this is more of an impact on DeMarcus Covington's career than it is on the Patriots defense next year. Um like I think he's good. I it would surprise me if he calls plays. I'm, well, I guess if Steve leaves, it wouldn't surprise me, but it's starting to feel like Steve is probably going to return, so I would assume Steve's going to yeah, call Yeah, there's plays. no role for Steve if Covington's going to be the D.C. Right, and I mean, yeah. So I think Steve's going to be back as the assistant head coach and defensive play caller. I think Gerard's going to be back to run the defense, and I think DeMarcus will be back to run the defensive line and um, buff up his resume with a title and gain more experience, and that's all good, but... Um, but the elephant in the room is, what the hell's going on on offense? I'm going to keep using the, uh, the Vince the Lombardi Vince voice. Lamart, t- you want to keep t- it going, what the hell's
2: going on around here? Well, uh, listen, do you want them to just rush and hire someone? Like, quick, rush, get us an offense. Like rush. I'd rather they have a general manager or someone else that's going to help them figure out who they want to target in free agency, who could be um, the sneaky values, who deserves the big paychecks, and which way they want to go in the draft and start making some phone calls to start feeling things out so they can not only have a plan but they can have a game plan and a badass game plan because they need to crush free agency and dominate this draft given the talent deficit on this team Andy to that very point we go to the phones 617-779-7937 Mike is out in Holden and he wants to speak to the lack of personnel on the page what's up Mike hey fellas how you doing how are you sir Ah, Great. Hey, I just want to get your opinion, guys. I've been going back and forth with a lot of friends and family members about this. So are you guys in the boat if Jalen Daniels is not available at three to take Marvin Harrison Jr.? Or are you guys sold on Drake May? Oh, I'm sold on Drake May. See, Andy and I differ on this one. I I love Marvin Harrison Jr. no matter what. But I I have a feeling Jaden Daniels, between his pro day workout and if he runs and throws at the
0: combine, is going to leapfrog Drake May and be the number two pick overall. Well, yeah, that's. That's what Kuiper had in his mock draft this week. Now, you could go the other way. Pro Football Focus just put out a mock draft where the Patriots get Marvin Harrison at three and Jaden Daniels at 34. Which yeah, is...
2: now Poof can do exactly what you've told them to do several times. That ain't happening. Yeah, I, I was just looking at the free agent class of wide receivers, guys, and you know, look at the three top uh, you know, free agents available It's Evans, Higgins, and Pittman. I think we all agree they're all going to get franchised or re signed by their team. Maybe Higgins will shake loose, but probably not. You guys agree with that?
0: Uh, I think the Bengals are going to try to keep it together with a franchise tag. There, um, he would be my choice. You know, I wanted him last year. I thought they should have tried to trade for him. I know the Bengals are trying to keep it together, um, but yeah, no, I, I think those they're they're probably going to be kept. And Evans is not one that I really like the idea of, just because of the age. Um, T Higgins is a guy that I feel like I can pair with a young quarterback and and do the young QB franchise wide receiver thing. I like.
2: Appreciate the call, Mike. Thanks very much. Um, I like Pittman, I would say, of the three, just because I agree that T. Higgins is likely going to get franchise tagged, mostly because I think Cincinnati believes they should run it back at least one more time with Burrow having been out for half a season and was compromised for a good part of the season as well with his calf injury. So they probably want to keep the band together for another postseason, if not Super Bowl, run next year. Mike Evans, do you want to take a guy that's been with one team in a warm-weather climate playing in the sun and domes and say, hey, come on up here. We have uh, offensive line uncertainty. We're not sure who the quarterback's going to be. Oh, and it's freezing for half of the games, and it rains sideways sometimes in October and November. Come on up here. You'll love it. That's that's not going to work. I would totally see him signing one final deal if Tampa Bay does indeed, as many of us believe, holds on to Baker Mayfield, and they run it back as they try to run the AFC South again as well. I, I Pittman is the one guy that I would believe you probably could have a, a crack or a shot at. But, you know, if if they want to if they hold on to him, he's going to cost a lot too. like you're looking at 20 million a season for Michael Pittman. I mean, that's which is just, why I don't love it,
0: because I don't really
2: but I don't really actually Andy, that his numbers
0: arc. are way better than I think we believe them to be. Well, maybe I just I don't think of him as a guy that's going to pair with my young quarterback and we're going to be saying this is how we got, you know, the the offense is that's taking the mother? storm. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think he's a good receiver. I don't think he's a great receiver.
2: No, he's. I, I would say he's better than fine. I would say Michael oh, yeah. Pittman is better than good. fine, but it's not like, you know, it's not like someone's like, oh my god, what are we going to do? How are we going to game plan for Michael Pittman? Okay, um, in his career over four seasons, three hundred thirty-six receptions, almost four thousand yards receiving, and fifteen touchdowns. Uh, last year, 109 receptions, 1152, four touchdowns. Not bad. Now, a is, that a con- is that contract year productivity,
0: or is that who he is, Andy? Uh, No, I think that's probably who he is. I think he's a guy that can approach 100 catches and be a 1,000-yard receiver, especially, you know, didn't exactly have the best quarterback situation to work with. You get Minchu mania, which is highs and lows and, and all of that. So, no, I think he is a... I think he's a second-tier one, top-tier two. That's how I would put him. But he's not a top-15 transformational receiver in my mind. And that is your market this year uh, for free agent-wide receivers as
2: well, which just places a premium on, again, making the most that you can out of the guys you have, but especially nailing it in the draft. And as we heard when you... Spoke earlier this week with Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl. And if you guys missed that conversation, just head on over to the Six Rings podcast after today's fantastic edition of Fitzy and Hart. On the Six Rings pod, Andy and Christian Fourier had a chance earlier this week to interview Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl. And I loved hearing that he believes there are some day one contributors available at the wide receiver position in rounds two and three. A lot of talent there as well this year. So go ahead and... Grab that one. Give a listen to that one later on as well, and we'll discuss that more. Jim Nagy does an awesome job at the Senior Bowl couldn't agree more. 617-779-7937. That is your telephone number. Old man winter
0: here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days,
1: wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
0: Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.